0: Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we'll hear from Rebecca Haas, who will tell us all about her improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how she improved her life. Let's hit it. Welcome to improv for the podcast. On this week's episode, we are joined by the
1: incredibly
0: talented, experienced hiker, Rebecca Haas. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us tonight in studio. How are you doing? I'm doing
1: evening? well. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, we're, we're so excited to have you. Um, I, you know, I'm just excited to have you here because we just did a show mm-hmm. uh, together a couple nights ago and you were incredible. So that just made me more hyped to sit down and record this episode.
1: As Me as well. I mean, I am still thinking about that night. It was, I mean, I haven't performed with all of you guys in one sitting and it was just magical. I mean, my family and friends are still talking about it and I'm still talking about it and I just can't, you know, forget about Jamie being a rose and you being a... What were you again?
0: Rosemary. I, rosemary. I'll be honest. It did change. <laughs> I think Which we
1: did go to Trader Joe's and buy rosemary. <gasps> wow. And we put it on some yeah. potatoes the, last night.
0: The power of improv.
1: Exactly. We were like, yeah. Rosemary, garnish your salmon. <laughs> That's yeah. what she kept
0: saying. Yeah. Garnish your salmon. That's what happened. That was my end goal. That was. And I ended up on uh, someone's lap because of it. And that was great. That's cute. Matthew Moore's lap. To be Mm. specific. All right. Well, uh, Rebecca, before we get too deep into our show, could you just share with us a little bit uh, your relationship to IFTP?
1: Yeah. um, I have been with IFTP since November of 2019. Wow. So pre-pandemic, which- Good timing. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people that I've listened to on the podcast are relatively new. Yeah, And that's really exciting for, you know, the group- and for Matt, for just expanding in LA, um, but yeah, my my first show was <laughs> was gonna be March fourteenth, twenty twenty. Oh no! And we were like, no, you think we might be able to do it? And I was like, I have all my friends coming, and my parents are so excited. And then boom, shut down. And I was oh. like, and then the next day I was supposed to go to Iceland oh, as well, my gosh. and it's just like. So Nothing. I will never forget. Yeah. And then we we did that show cuz it was supposed to be like the spring break show. Mm. We ended up doing that in July of 2021. Oh my god. Which is wild. <laughs> yeah. I was like Yeah. You know, it that's, is what it is.
0: That's so strange like probably like where you were in life right before you did that show initially and then when you finally actually got to do it like
1: I mean, ugh. I had more experience to be honest. Yeah, so absolutely. it ended up being probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like a lot of it I'm like you know, there's pros and cons to the pandemic, but...
0: Yeah, definitely. Some definitely. good things came out of it. Yeah, and we're going to break down all those pros and cons of the pandemic tonight. Oh, here on Improv for the Pandemic. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That'd be a wild no. show. No, no. Yeah, we've talked about that so much. I'm sure everyone has. Um, all right. Well, before we talk about uh, your journey within improv, we, of course, have to play a round of three things. So, as always, I've done... My due diligence. I've done my research, scoured the web, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Not Twitter. <laughs> not Twitter. I actually, actually, I didn't search Twitter.
1: Well, young Rebecca had some opinions.
0: Darn. Uh, young Michael did as well, <laughs> so don't sweat it. But darn, I didn't even search Twitter. It's uh, not that great. Well, now I'm disappointed in myself. But... Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, any questions before we play three things?
1: Absolutely not.
0: All right, you got this. You're ready to go. All right, these are three things. Favorite places you've traveled? Mm, Berlin. One.
1: Uh, Glacier National Park. Two. Um, uh, northern, uh, up, like, northern peninsula of Michigan.
0: Three. These are three things. Uh, videos you've posted on YouTube.
1: Mm, one is called Emoji Struggles. One. Um, there's a video of my, um, uh, from my senior year, like show and tell kind of in my choir. And it was me and my dad, I was singing and he was playing guitar. And then number three Two. would be, I have, um, a documentary about Jade mountain, which was a boba shop in Madison, Wisconsin.
0: Three. These are three things. Last category, best things about working in production slash film slash television
1: best things, meeting tons of people, you know, celebrities to awesome production assistants that you know are going to be stars in the future. One. Just like seeing the behind the scenes and how things grow from start to finish. Two. And... Of being freelance, three being able to pick what you want,
0: yeah, these are three things. Very nice, very nice. All right, jumping back to that first category so traveling. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I picked up from some deep dives on social media you like to travel. Is this true? Yeah, I love yeah. to
1: travel. I mean, I've had the opportunity to do so, and I want to keep doing it. It's just an expensive sport. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It's like lacrosse is an expensive sport and so is travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you said Berlin. Uh, I've never been to Berlin, but sell me on Berlin.
1: Um, Berlin is a melting pot okay. of people in Europe. I would say it's kind of like LA. Hmm. It's pretty big, but the metro system is way better. Oh. Um I studied... Film there Ooh. for two months. So I lived there for a little bit. And not everyone, like, German is not widely spoken. Like, English mm. is, because it's a major city. It's yeah. like, oh, we all speak English. But I really tried to learn German. Mm. Not great. Um, but it's, there's so much history as well there. Yeah. With the Berlin Wall being there mm. and just so many different types of people all around the world. I lived in a little area that was kind of like little Bangladesh mm. and there were markets and I sat by the, the river there and it was, you know, I rode my bike everywhere and kind of thing. And it was just, <sighs> it was a really good summer and I met so many different people mm. and I was able to make a, a documentary there as well, which was really important for me. Um, so I was able to meet my subject and really get to know him and his family.
0: <sighs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. I okay. Add it to the list. I mean, I know. just
1: think it's like a good spot to go to, even just for like a few days. Yeah. yeah. It's big, but there's also kind of like a Central Park-ish area. Hmm. So they they are focused on their their park system as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which so LA like is a little-
0: public transit, excellent parks. Bikes, like all these things,
1: schnitzel, oh. like just yeah. and just lots of beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh sure. Oh man. So does like Budweiser, the king of beers, compare to the beer they have in Germany? No, but it's it's the king of beers. Well, bad. that's a shame. I'm gonna have to let some people know. <laughs> all right, that second category: videos you posted on YouTube. Uh, so one thing I love about the internet, and I know this is true for me as well, is that you can like search someone up and like find things that are from like their childhood or like from a long time ago. Cause I think we're of a similar age where like we grew up as the internet was evolving and like, I know my YouTube, like my main email account, I made it in 2006 and like, I'm still rocking it, you know?
1: Yeah. My email is regret,
0: regretful. Yeah. But it's kind of awesome. (laughs) It is awesome. Yeah. Because
1: I have a good one for like my aim. Like, what was your aim? Yes.
0: That's important. Your status message, all that stuff. Not
1: your name. Like, that's so boring. Yeah. People can find you. Yeah. Mine, you can't find me. (laughs) And I'm not going to say it because I don't want to.
0: Hey, digital footprint. That's important. You know, you got to look out for yourself. Uh, So of those videos you have posted, um, I know some were for college classes. Mm -hmm. Some were just to share like different things you were working on thinking about those I think there's seven or eight videos posted on there do you have a favorite of those
1: um I think I have two favorites to be honest the one I, that I didn't mention is a video that I made when I went to Death Valley with my dad Ooh. and I was in this phase in college which is' it's still it's still I'm still in the phase where I like to film things and I was like I'm gonna make something out of this because when do you go on a father daughter, like trips really anymore. I think that's a good idea. Um, and my dad's a really silly guy. And so Mm. I was just like filming all this stuff and I put like this really intense song. I don't know what the song is called, (laughs) but it just worked really well. And it's really nice to go back and see that experience. Um, even if it was just for a few days, but Yeah. yeah, absolutely posting it. And I, you know, I just think it's, Really nice. And mm. then the other one I would say is Emoji Struggles, which is a mm. really funny video that...
0: I got to check that one out.
1: <laughs> I, um, this was for a class that I took my second semester of freshman year. Mm. And it was like a, an intro to media class. Ooh, yeah. And I was, I'd always like been interested in video growing up but never thought of it like as a career or anything. Mm. And I took this class being like, oh, OK, like, let's just, you know, have fun. And, you know, American history f- first semester did not go well. So I was like, oh, we're going to move away from that. Yeah. Um, and this was like our final project. And I randomly had this idea of how what would it be like if people spoke in emojis? Mm mm-hmm. And that's what the video is. And it's (laughs) really funny. And I got an award for it. What? And so I was like, okay, maybe I should do this. And, you know, it was just filmed on my little, on the little DSLR that I, that I had. And I had two partners and I pretty much did all the
2: work.
0: Did your back hurt? Yeah. 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 From carrying your team. all of the weight.
1: Jeez. But yeah, I think it's a really silly video. But actually, the professor, I don't know if he still does it, but he was showing that video as an example for oh, years after. And I so felt sweet. really nice about that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is a good video. Yeah, and yeah. It's quirky and it's different. Um, so I'm really pretty proud about that one. That's
0: really cool. I Like like one is like a kind of a memory that you want to have for a long time. And the other is like, I can do this kind of work. An and accomplishment. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Just came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. The beauty of YouTube right there. I, uh your description of the death valley video did you at any point ever want to like make vlogs yes yeah, yeah oh I my did, god I, I did too
1: <sighs> <laughs> i recently like cleaned out my old old computer oh yeah um and i was going through videos so i wouldn't lose any and there's one <laughs> there's one of me like just came out of soccer practice for sure so my mm. hair is a mess but i decided that today i'm going to start a video that would be my opening in my vlog I'm like ah. hey everyone it's rebecca like this is my first video not my first first video but like my first video for youtube mm. and she's like and then i'm like okay everyone like here i am bye and i was like oh god so <laughs> cringy never nothing ever came out of that yeah yeah but i am also a little I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't need a vlog about my life. Social media is enough for me. Just post one story of my like avocado toast and I'm good.
0: Yeah, there you go. I, uh, I, I think I was a sophomore in high school and I had one of those little like flip video cameras Mm. and I, I had a vlog for about two days
1: (laughs) and then I just stopped. What was your vlog about?
0: I don't even, I, I mean, you couldn't really like film stuff at school, but this was before like not everyone had smartphones yet. Like I didn't have a smartphone. This was like, it was happening, but it wasn't quite there yet. So I I don't know, it was just me and my friends doing dumb stuff at lunch, I guess. That was about it. You know. Do you get, Did you post it? I think so, but it's no, it's, it's not there anymore. I've, I've cleaned it's it up. Archived. I, think. I think so. I, I mean, archive someone mind. has it, you know, probably someone. <laughs>
1: FBI agent.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, 100%, the government has it. Joe Biden's watching it, you know, on repeat. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Joe. <laughs> All right. That last category. Uh, so I know uh, from LinkedIn.com that, that you work in like film production, right? You're, you're, you work in the office right now, a production office.
1: I am, uh, I'm off that job. You are Does it say present job. right now? Uh,
0: well, it, it, may. <laughs> it may, but uh, I, I think film is such an interesting industry and like I have, I know a lot of people who are in it and I've been adjacent to it for a totally. big part of my life, but uh, I have not you know, worked in all the different areas of film. Mm -hmm. So, uh, do you have a particular project or like show that you worked on that you really enjoyed?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, one of the first shows I worked on was star talk with Mm. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, and that kind of was the, the opening to my, my journey. Mm. Um, I was like one of three people in the crew mm, because wow. they were a New York so. based um, crew and they came out here and they needed a PA. So I was driving mm. a van and I was, you know, wrangling wires and putting yeah. up lights, doing everything, things that I didn't know how to do. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, done a couple things in college, but sure, sure, everything sure. that you do in production is you learn on the job.
0: Yeah. It's like you do this.
1: Yeah. I'll figure it out. But like, it was so cool to just like mm. be face to face with. Mr. Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so friendly and mm. uh, honestly, like Jay Leno was on the show that day, wow. Queen Latifah, and I was like, Okay. Yeah. Like this is wild. Um, I did a couple of other episodes with them. That Katy Perry. <gasps> and I was like, yeah. this is interesting. And I just yeah, liked being absolutely. in the room. Yeah. I I didn't need to like touch everything. I just like to watch and mm-hmm. it really like thirst my hunger. Yeah. Thirst yeah. my quench. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's not the phrase. My hunger is, was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. And so I just kept building from there. Yeah. Um. Another show that I worked on, I was in COVID compliance when oh, COVID, yeah. what, you know, in the beginning.
0: Yeah. I had a friend who was doing that too.
1: Um. So that, because it was hard to find jobs and yeah. i needed to make a transition and you you could get a certificate mm. to be a covid compliance officer and i was able to make a little bit more money yeah. than before hey, and i worked deal. on a on i worked on my first network show nickelodeon mm. a show called warped mm. um, and i was there from start to finish and so that was really cool to yeah, see, see the, the whole process and because i was in covid i knew I knew of everyone because mm. I had to be testing and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you
0: were up in everybody's business.
1: And I got to know it. There were um, kids on the show because it was a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. And those kids were so respectful and just like mm. a really great time. Oh. Um, and I I hope that I have that experience again. Yeah, absolutely. But it was just, it was, it was hard. It was in Pacoima, which... Yeah. Did not know where that was. Before. Yeah,
0: I could definitely point to that on a map yeah. right now. S- super deep Just,
1: valley, uh, really hot, eigh. but an awesome experience. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a journey. Yeah. Um, currently, I'm not doing that. I'm kind of actually in the transition of maybe going to acting.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that.
1: Yeah. Um, that's kind of my 2023. Okay. okay risk taking.
0: I'm trying to get back into that, so I yeah. Feel you there.
1: Yeah. So maybe we can chat about that, cause yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I got headshots recently. Like hey. that's the start. That's I just, all I. Started. I just
0: got new ones. There like, we go. My first ones in like six years. So. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. My last ones was <laughs> when I was rough. 10 years old. Oh, so. okay.
0: And were you still using those or? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. They're like you don't.
1: You're like, I, I can play kids still. I your can't, age range I is switch. it's huge. <laughs> it's
0: like 20 years. Yeah, like.
1: You could know, do it, right?
0: It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's, I think, a great segue into talking about your journey with improv. And, you know, we can weave in a little bit of acting talk, too, because I'm always down for that. And they complement each other very well. They do. All right. So, Rebecca, tell me about it. When was the first time in your life that you heard about or learned what improv was?
1: So, I was thinking about this because I know you ask everyone. I do. My initial reaction was, Whose line is it anyway? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I don't, you know, I think it was really. Yeah. But when I was growing up, I did summer camps, acting, like musical theater summer camps. And I did, my first one was when I was five. Okay. So, I believe that we were doing Zip Zaps off. Oh, 100%. We were doing, I was improvising all the time on stage. There's no way. No one labeled it that? Yeah. But I was definitely doing it. Yeah. Um but when I f- the first time that I was like, "Oh, this is improv," was comedy sports. Mm. Oh, I don't know okay. if anyone's talked about comedy sports.
0: I I have not had anyone on yet. It's been mentioned, Mm. and like I only loosely know about it, so we're going to talk about this. I'm so excited you said
1: that. I hope that I can give you a good story. You will. History of it. You will. So, um, I'm from LA, Mm. and Louisiana. uh, I wish no. (laughs) Just kidding. I love Los Angeles. Um, and they have a big, pretty. They have a pretty big comedy sports world out here. Um, so in high school we had a team. And so it's like an after school thing. Mm. You know, there's a teacher that's attached to it. Um, it's like any other club. Yeah. Um, but I only joined my senior year. My mm. two good friends were the team captains. And so they were like, Why don't you just come on to the team? I had recently torn my ACL um yeah so i was listening about dana's podcast and i yeah. was like s- four She's, times yeah or i was like she no. setting a record yeah so i had recently torn my po- uh tore my podcast <laughs> T- tore my acl <laughs> um and was kind of like oh well here's my sports life it's kind of going down the drain hmm. but i had also been like i need to get back into the arts hmm. so I had seen my friends, you know, do their comedy sports and I was so enthralled. I was like, this is amazing. People yeah. are laughing and they don't even, they don't even have a script. Yeah. Can I do that? Hmm. So, um, I, I joined and it was, it was a totally different group of people that I, then I hung out with. Yeah. Um, but and from like
0: sports to comedy sports,
1: yeah, I was like not the actual sports people. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, different craft. <laughs>
1: but they were so like it was just it was so cool to get involved with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So basically, comedy sports is like it's like a sports match between two improv teams, um, and there's a referee who is a part who is a improviser. It's a comedian. Is a part of the comedy sports network. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. For your team, you have like a, a comedy sports rep kind of who like helps you, but they're not at your practice every day. Uh-huh. It's kind of like oh, they come and they maybe like give you some advice, but you, we're pretty much on our own. Wow, um, which is pretty cool that we were able to do this. So we would like put on shows, and we we'd invite another school to come and compete with us. Hmm. Um, and it was all, it was like short it was basically short form. Yeah. So it was all these games, a lot of rhyming games. You play one game with the other team, then you do two games with just your team. Um, and I think we had four players. like it'd be four and four. Um, and how you'd win is based on claps from the audience. Wow. So usually if you're at home, you win.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they're like... There's oh.
1: really no like.
0: Yeah. way to
1: get out of that. We did go to a away game, and we did win. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was like, we were That's like, gotta oh, feel bad. God. Um, I
0: mean, good for you, but yeah. wow.
1: Brutal. I do think the audience had a crush on some of our team players, so that helped. But I'm not mad about it, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, a win's a win. Um. The comedy sports kind of... Um, goes on family-friendly games. Yeah. Uh, so they have, like, fouls that, they, that the ref can call. Oh, so there's, no. a, there's a one called brown, ba- brown bag foul, which is if you say something that's, like, crude or inappropriate, you have to wear a brown bag on your head for the rest of the scene. <laughs> um, I only had to wear one at once, so I'm pretty proud about that. Yeah. But I put myself into that. Yeah. I, I was like oh here I go and I was like yeah just give me the brown bag like this is just not good and then there's a groaner foul which is like if you just say something that is like such a bad dad joke or just like if the audience is just like oh (laughs) then you get a groaner foul I don't I don't remember what that offense is but yeah it's funny.
0: You become a dad, I think. Like, yeah, they give you a like, child. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm a parent now. Yeah,
1: but the comedy sports uh, world is is really fun. Yeah, it was a really definitely. nice introduction to it. And so that's why short form was kind of like um, my, the thing that I knew. I mean, long yeah. form was, I was like, oh God. Yeah. So um, even though I did so many like rhyming games, I'm still not very good at the rhyming, um, but yeah, we would we would go um, to festivals and oh. we had like really big competitions where it'd be like sudden death oh elimination. Um, we we they would give us T-shirts, so we'd be like the red team, and the other one would be the blue team. Um, we would have to have like a little nickname. So mine was Rebecca Ha Ha Hawes, oh. or like Rebecca Wizard of Hawes.
0: Oh, I like Wizard of Hawes. Um, <laughs> so those good. were my two. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was really fun. I was like, I can make people laugh. Like this mm. is wild. Are they laughing at me or with me? <laughs> they're like, or oh, we're laughing with you. I'm like, uh, okay, sure. Right. But <laughs> that was like my first real introduction to it. Mm because I had done scripted things before, but this was just like so exciting.
0: Yeah. How long did you do comedy sports?
1: It was only a year. A year. Yeah, um, because I only did it in my senior year and then mm. I went off to college, Yeah, which I realized that I tried to audition for an improv team there, but I don't know what happened. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I was not prepared. Like I'd only really done this year and it was not the same. Yeah. Um. But it's for the best, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I ended up doing other stuff.
0: Yeah. So while you were in college, were you doing any sort of improv or any other types of performing? Or were you focused on other I was,
1: things? yeah. Um, I was a part of an organization called Humorology, Ooh. which um, was a group that starts like in Greek life. Um, and you're paired up with another. So my sorority was paired up with a fraternity. And we had to put on a 20-minute show that we wrote. Oh. And then songs would be based on real songs, but our own lyrics. Mm. Um, and all the sororities and frats were pair together. And then in the middle of the year, you do an audition to see who gets to the final show. So like three teams don't make it. Um and then you continue on with your script so that it is twenty minutes. Wow! So like you had to have two acapellas, you had to have Jeez. two dance breaks. It was really intense. Wow! That's but a it was lot. all f- it was it was a philanthropy too. So oh it was all for the kids. That's those yeah. are things because yeah. all of the organizations were for kids-based nonprofits in Madison, Wisconsin.
0: Oh, hey! Shout out Wisconsin.
1: Hey. I think you're
0: the th- maybe the third Wisconsinite we've had on the show.
1: I'm not a true one, but yeah.
0: But you spent some time there.
1: I spent a lot of time there. Spent some time there. Yeah. Um, yeah so I was part of that for all of my, all four years. Mm. Um, it took a lot of my time. We practiced like three times a week. Wow. Yeah. Um, and
0: some good writing experience. Yeah. Too,
1: a lot of writing, a lot of I'm choreography. Yeah. And a lot of singing. Mm. I, was, I ended up being like a director for my team or my group my junior year. And then I was on the on the board uh my senior year wow so I was pretty involved and not that, that last year we raised over two hundred thousand dollars wow like it's really yeah if you just look it That's up awesome. on YouTube it's like you're gonna be like what the heck because it's like big emotions because yeah you have to be like seen from the back yeah and you're, you're all judged on those things mm. wow yeah it's a lot of fun I met a lot of great people yeah. out of, out of that That's
0: I'm like, well, I want to check it out. i like, yeah. like, that sounds so cool. It
1: is really cool. Yeah, I'm going,
0: I'm going back to high school for comedy sports, then I'm going to go back to college for humorology. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a really, so that took up a lot of my time. Yeah,
0: on top of all your classes on and everything all
1: else. On top of all my classes. Um, but I think that it really kept me focused. Yeah. So that, because I was like, okay, I have, you know, I have class at this time and I have rehearsal at this time. It's mm. like. Yeah, that
0: structure of college life. yeah. yeah.
1: You gotta make sure that you're doing this. Time management was huge. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know what my life would have been like without it, mm. because, like I said, I met so many great people. Yeah. And just was a part of a a group that was, you know, it was like maybe two to five percent of the campus that did it. Wow. So it was like super small. Yeah. I like knew everyone. Yeah. That's cool. And Greek life was. Greek life was only ten percent or so. Yeah, so it's not that much. So it smaller. wasn't, and Madison is forty thousand people. That's it. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I had to find. Yeah. Some I had to find I had to get some people. to know some folks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 was a wonderful experience, and I was like, I gotta keep doing this. I gotta keep doing this. Yeah, absolutely. But of course, when I moved back to LA, it was like work, 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 work. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got to survive. Yeah. And, yeah. So I think, although that humorology like wasn't directly improv, I mean, I feel like very closely related because you're writing everything so quickly, kind of almost on the fly, right? Your music and like everything to link it together and you're collaborating with other people and, you know, kind of throwing ideas out there. So I think it's like improv's cousin or something. It's right there, you know, oh, you're getting yeah. in the writer's room and just trying to put stuff on well, I was on the also page. like
1: a director so I was like, oh, yeah. improvising with you know, talking to my other cast members. Yeah, yeah. Trying to be a teacher, yeah. but also be their friend. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm only like a year or so I older than I you.
0: am also in college with like, you. Like, don't yeah. forget,
1: we're not trying to be like tough. Like, yeah. This is yeah. for our own good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For the kids. Yeah, for the kids. Hey, for the kids. For the children, for the children.
0: All right, so... You finish, you graduate from the University of Wisconsin at Madison. Mm-hmm. Go Badgers, right? Yep. Uh, no more humorology. No. And you make your way back to Los Angeles, California.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, and you said work. Work was your focus when you came back. Were yeah. you were you trying to do any improv or was it just like, I got to find a job, start making that nice money?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was living at my parents, so I was like thinking about trying to leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, sure.
0: To sure. be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But it was really nice to be back. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't remember ever thinking about it, mm. sadly. yeah. Um,
0: I think it's, that's hard when you're like going right into the, like, the real world.
1: Well, it's like when you get out of college, it's like, what's your career? What are you gonna be doing? Yeah. How are you gonna make money? Yeah. Uh, okay, so a lot of my friends were in business school and they oh, had jobs like right when, like you know. Cool jobs. They had jobs that they, they knew that they had before they graduated. Ah. So you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was a journalism and communication arts major, and it was just like, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna like try and get into TV and film. Yeah. Which not a lot of people really had experience in that of that. Yeah. In Madison, sure. so it was hard to like play off of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very work focused. I was a freelancer for a couple of months, so I was. Working, working, try and find jobs, yeah, make connections, hustling. networking, yeah. and uh, ultimately, you know, landed a full time job um, for a production company. And at some point, I was feeling pretty down, hmm. um, depressed, not really wanting to do much. Yeah. It was like, what? What can I do? What can I? How can I? get excited again and my mom shout out to my mom she was like
3: shout out mom
1: she was like you should look for an improv class and i was like what the heck improv why would i do that again yeah i don't know so i really did a quick quick search and improv for the people just came up right away Mm. i was like oh yeah i'll just do this and i went right away wow and then the rest is history, honestly.
0: Yeah. So who's that first class with? You found it. You found some shady looking website that's at improv for the people. <laughs> I know. I was
1: yeah. like, oh, this is a cute little site.
0: Yeah. I thought that too. I think when I said I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> it's yeah. not
1: like the other sites. You're just like, oh, yeah. hi. Yeah.
0: Hey. How's it going? Improv? Hi,
1: Matt. And it's like, oh, hello. And right from Matt, you're like, yeah. this is great. Love this. Yeah.
0: It's just like the guy.
1: <sighs> I was thinking about this. Yeah. I think it was Jamie. hmm but I met Matt that night because then he pulls you aside. He's like, why do you want to join? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, because uh, I did it when I was growing up. This is this an interview question? Like, what if yeah. you don't make it.
0: Do you want the job? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <You're> like, what?
1: <laughs> so, yeah. And then I just kept going. Mm. And I really liked the consistency of, like, weekly classes. Yeah. Because I didn't have that, like, extracurricular activity at that mm. point. Yeah. Which was really important for me. And now that I'm a few years out out of it, I am, like, I need this. Mm. I need this, like, okay, I do improv on these days, you know, I go to the gym on these days, and yeah. it's just, like, nice structure. It's part of your routine. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so you've been in it. You said you joined IFTP earlier in the episode in November 2019. Mm-hmm. So you've been around the studio a little while, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. Like, yeah. That's that's significant because I know, I mean speaking for myself and a number of guests we've had on the podcast. I think we found IFTP because of the pandemic because it was the only place open for a while. Yeah. That's I mean that's literally what got me in the door cuz I was like, I want to get back into improv. Oh, it's covid. Yeah. Oh, this place I'll wear a mask. I'm vaccinated. Great. I'm I'm there. Yeah. Sign me up. Kick down the door.
1: I was worried about the mask thing just yeah. because Sure. I was like, I really do well when I'm reading lips. Mm,
0: it's it's helpful.
1: It's very helpful. And but it wasn't too bad. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I was very grateful that we were able to open up and yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. And then only go from there. I remember those classes where it was like, you can take your mask off. And I was like,
1: <gasps> Yeah.
0: That was exciting because I got to see all my classmates' faces. I was like like I hadn't You
1: have a mouth? Yeah. Like that's wild. Yeah. Wait, I didn't expect your nose to look like that.
0: There were some people. <laughs> They had two mouths, no, (laughs) (laughs) which was odd. I had a lot of questions. Yeah. 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 Uh, So during your time at IFTP, I want to ask, have you had different teachers while you've been here? Have you had mostly one teacher?
1: Um, I've I've had every teacher. Every teacher. Except you, Michael. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm trying to join that sketch class.
0: We're working on it. We're yeah. working on it.
1: There's some uh, some emailed, complications in the back. Yeah, end. I emailed him. And I was Let's like, wait, like what happened to it? And yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that. And I was like, dang. It's, so I took one yeah. at Second City oh. online during the pandemic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't fall through.
0: The online stuff is tough. It was too hard. It just is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did one um, IFDP Zoom improv in the beginning. Mm-hmm. A good time. Yeah. (laughs) It was really hard. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah. I sketch, I mean, sketch, I think if you're just maybe purely writing, it can kind of work online, but you don't get to turn it into performance.
1: Yeah. I just, it was hard for me to keep my attention. Yeah. And there wasn't like a video portion. I think if like, if I zoomed in with people.
0: Wait, were you by yourself?
1: No, there were other people in the class, but it was like online, like strictly like Hey, like I got this done.
3: Oh, what?
1: So I just feel like maybe if there was like a classroom, like video portion, I would have been like, Oh crap. I can't miss this. today. Yeah. So yeah,
0: that sounds kind of whack,
1: but sketch is definitely like one that I want to jump into next. Yeah.
0: So you've had all the teachers at IFTP. I kind of count, but not really. Um, but don't worry about it. Sketch will be back. (laughs) Um, which I think is really cool. So you've been able to, like, experience, like, kind of the different styles and philosophies almost that everyone teaches. Yeah. Yeah. I've um, been
1: mostly... Last year, mostly, I was in math class.
0: Yeah. I think you and I were in the same class yeah. for a little while. That Wednesday night class. Yeah. Uh, shout out Wednesday. I,
1: shout out. Yeah.
0: I have a Wednesday bias. It's bad. <laughs> this is the only night class I've been in was the Wednesday class. So It's a good class. This is kind of my fault.
1: But I, I was... You know, I was in Saturdays for a little bit oh, when okay, my job yeah. was getting too hectic. Yeah, you got to mix it up. And then this right now, I'm in Mondays with Ava, um, just because I'm like I want to experience other people. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to Jamie probably, and then yeah. switch over to Ben. Yeah, I know Liam's a new teacher, yeah. so I'd like to see that because he probably brings a whole different perspective. Yeah, because on his podcast, he's he's like, I did this, 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 oh, and I'm yeah. like, Jesus.
0: Yeah, I was I was sitting here, I was like, okay. You should uh, host the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I like, was like oh, I no. didn't realize
1: USC had all of this stuff. I know. It, it made me, like, have FOMO, honestly, because yeah, I was like, I bit. wish I could have done that.
0: Yeah, I was like, what? why didn't I go to USC? Oh, I didn't oh, apply. Wait. I don't know that I would have gotten in,
1: but <laughs> that is also true. I
0: didn't even try. so no, I
1: didn't
0: try. <laughs> so that's on me, but I'm going to blame Liam, anyway. And Ava, too, cause she, and Sky, 3 they USCers. Yeah, oh. and I think they all did improv together at some point oh. during their time. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's a conspiracy. The whole thing (laughs) it's all the way to the top. Um, okay. So you've been doing improv at IFTP for a little while and you mentioned that the first show you were going to do got canceled because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then you were able then to do that show much later in 2021. Was that your first show with IFTP? Yes. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So bringing that show back, you know, like I guess it was like 12 to the you other know, like 14 months later, 15 months later. Um, how was that coming in? Like, kind of like, hey, the pandemic's not as bad. We're going to do an improv show. What was that like?
1: I didn't really think of it like that. Well, hmm. that's not true. I was a COVID compliance officer. So it's kind of right. like, oh God, making yeah, sure yeah. that Matt's like doing the COVID <laughs> tests because we were doing that before, right, the yeah, antigen it. tests mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But I was just excited to get on stage yeah, cuz I hadn't been on stage for a couple of years mm. since college and it was something that I was searching for. Like when I heard that, you know, students could be in shows like as soon as possible if yeah. they're they show their their talent, it yeah. I was like I got to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And So I'm grateful for that, but that show, it was just exciting to bring friends and family and show what I've been doing, and, you know, just, because I've always been, I just, I love being on stage, it's, like, one of my favorite things, so, yeah, even if it's a little one on Pico, I'm down, I'm down, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I know since then, I think you've been in a number of shows. Yeah. Yeah, Quite a few. I know we've done a number of them together. Yeah, We've done some classes. So that kind of turns me to what you're thinking about for 2023 because this is something I've gotten to loosely touch on with a few people, but you've mentioned that acting is something that you're interested in getting into, going into 2023. And I would definitely say that doing improv, I think, is a great way to, like, complement acting. I think they go so hand in hand not to shout out the podcast but uh an episode i did with ty hubbard mm-hmm. uh he was my roommate in college and he's more actor than improviser but we talk about that a lot because he's a big uh big acting guy <laughs> <laughs> he loves his acting uh, i love him but uh he's yeah he talks about that a lot so what are you thinking for 2023
1: i am just I've always thought about being an actress Mm. when I was a little girl. That's kind of was a big thing I was interested in. Yeah. Um, There was a brief period where I got headshots and I had a Coogan account. Like I was in the process, (laughs) but I talked to my mom about this and it just, I was the oldest. There were two younger siblings. Who's going to come to set with me? Mm -hmm. It was expensive. Yeah a lot of rejection that I don't think I would have liked to handle. Yeah. Um, And I was doing a lot of musical theater. I was taking up a lot of my time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, but, like, my friends are doing, like, sports and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just ultimately chose that path. And it's come to my attention now that I'm, like, Yeah, but that's what excites you, Mm -hmm. is being funny, being, but also being serious, and just having that creative outlet. Yeah. Because while I love production, I haven't really had any creativity. Mm. So that's something that I've been hungry for.
0: Yeah, you're missing that.
1: And something that my mom has said is she, you know— You don't wanna wake up in the future and regret that you didn't do something. Yeah. And I'm getting close to 30 and I'm like.
3: Same, same. Like, yeah, (laughs)
1: why not try now? I have the support that I need from my friends, from my family, from my boyfriend. And I think that I was trying to make 2023 like time to take some risks. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I got some headshots. Yeah. They're looking good. There's there a lot count. of characters up in there. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to try and, like, self-submit and see where I go and see what happens in the rest yeah. of the year. I mean, yeah. it's only February. Yeah, that's true. You know, I started taking an improv class at UCB and just mm. yeah talking to people there. There's a lot of actors at, at that school. Yes. a lot of actors so learning from them yeah and they were excited about me possibly doing it as well so that was nice encouragement yeah um they were like oh you're not an actress i was like uh not really so yeah yeah, so yeah i'm thinking about taking an acting class i don't know if you've ever taken any but
3: yeah yeah
1: if you have any suggestions because i'm like in the dark there but yeah yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. We're going to see where it takes me. I
0: think so. You've been, you're on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. There you go. That's so something new. i
1: it's a good start to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think thinking about what you've told me kind of about your story, I mean, you've always been involved in some type of theater or performance, right? I mean, as a kid doing musical theater, it sounds like for a good chunk of growing up, um, then you were doing comedy sports in high school. Like that's taking that to another level. I think improvising, I mean, That's some tough stuff. Not every kid can do it. And then going into college and you're like every week we're like writing this 20 minute kind of one act musical almost, which is wow. Yeah. And doing that for four years on top of college, then coming back and just being like, all right, I'm going to get into improv again. And now, you know, you're doing long form, you're doing short form and now you're seeing what other areas you can expand your creativity to. And You've also, like, made videos, done singing, like, so many other things. So many other things. Mm-hmm. So I think you're making the right moves. If this is what you want to do, I think you already have a track record that proves that you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's already there. You just have to make the choice. I just want to try. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Like absolutely. If,
1: like, I think I would regret it if I didn't try. Yeah. yeah. So, and we're out of the... We're not out of the pandemic, but... The opportunity is... The opportunity is... Greater. yeah oh yeah
0: than they were two three years ago like
1: i wouldn't i wasn't i would not have thought about it then
0: yeah no no and i mean i think with things like self-submitting it's easier than ever with a lot so much stuff being like you tape it at home and just send it in like that opens it up and takes away a lot of the pressure and the waste of time of auditioning and driving, driving. yeah
1: yeah i can't imagine that but yeah. i will have to imagine it yeah
0: you will i In my limited experience when I was doing that for a little while, it was, I also lived very far away, so it's not good. (laughs) So I was like, why am I driving to like fricking Santa Monica from Azusa, California? (laughs)
2: Azusa?
0: Yeah. It's out there.
1: That's like. Yeah. um, On the way to Big Bear?
0: Yeah. It's like, I'd say 25 minutes away from Pasadena yeah yeah more east yeah yeah yeah. yeah more yeah. east like foothills yeah. yeah so i would drive from there to like santa monica for an audition i wouldn't get in the trival <laughs> like for what so
1: like two hours
0: it's like a three hour <gasps> like yeah stupid <sighs> yeah, but that's the rejection. i don't have any beef uh anyway i think that's really cool so thinking about improv Mm -hmm. And kind of this, like, you know, you're turning a new page. You're like, I'm taking my experience, my skills, and I'm going to jump into something new. What has been the impact of improv on your life thus far?
1: Um, Improv has, like, changed my life. I know Dana was like, I don't want to say life-changing, but a game-changer.
0: I mean, I think that's true for so many people who are here at Improv for the People, you know?
1: I mean, I think joining IFTP and Specifically, really, like, got me excited yeah. about performing again. Yeah, and nailing down that this is really what I want to do. Mm. Um, but I've also just met so many cool, different people yeah. through IFDP and improv in general that I don't, I don't really ever want to stop that.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like. I've met therapists that are doing improv, eye doctors, like, oh, teachers. i got to find the eye doctors. Like, yeah. it's Alan. Um, Dr. Alan. Oh. I can't say his last name. Yeah. But um, it's just, I if I hadn't joined and gotten back into improv, I don't think I'd be at this point where I'm like, I'm going to try and do acting.
0: Yeah, it's given you the courage and the confidence to be like, okay, I can do this. What else can I do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and coming out of each show being like, oh my God, let's do it again. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even have a script. Like, (laughs) what? Yeah. And learning learning all of these new skills and listening to podcasts and reading books, it's like, what more can I learn Mm -hmm. on how to improve my improv game? Yeah. Because I'm only... You know touching a little bit of the surface yeah um but i think improv just in overall like improved my mood mm. i'm aii i really feel like i'm a happier person because of it and like i said i have this structure that i didn't have before yeah so i'm like oh no i can't do that i have improv on monday yeah I don't, like, I was not doing that before. I'd be like, oh, like, it's, yeah, whatever. I'll just throw that to the side and go another time. Hmm. But I'm like, no, this is my thing. I gotta, I gotta go to my practice so that I can get better. Hmm. And it's just kept me disciplined. I'm excited for going to class and just meeting all these new people and, yeah, I'm just a happier person because yeah. of it.
3: Yeah.
0: I can very much relate to that. terms was just being happier and the importance of like its role in my every week, you know, like for me right now, that's this podcast. I'm doing it every week. I'm yeah. sitting down with someone and I get to talk about improv for like an hour and a half. Hard to beat that. Yeah. Hard to beat that. And I just, every week it's reiterated. I'm like, Oh, the stuff we're doing here is really important and really meaningful and really helpful to people. And like, it's been able to change them and, you know, help them take on life in so many different ways.
1: I also think it's boosted my confidence. Yeah. I was, vi- I lacked a lot of confidence hmm. when I was in high school sp- yeah. specifically. Me too. And even like coming out of college, not really knowing where my path is gonna take me career wise, yeah. coming into improv and then knowing like, yeah, you're good at this. And other people are saying it, your family's noticing it. Yeah. And then you're noticing it about yourself. Uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, don't let yourself talk bad about yourself. Like, you're thriving. This mm. is good. Mm. Take it. Take it. Don't don't push it away. Yeah. So, I mean, a couple years ago, if, I, if you told me that I was doing this and I was going to go into acting and I've been like, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going like, to do it. Why, why would you do that? Like, yeah, that's weird. That's and, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm and I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try because you're confident in mm. your skills mm. and how it's going. Yeah. So I'm excited for that.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I thank IFTP so much for that. Because I've been taking other classes at other schools, and you know, everyone's very focused on being an actor or comedian and everything. Yeah. But when you come here, there's no pressure. I feel like I feel the pressure at those other places. Yes. And I'm like, crap! How am I not getting this? Yeah. How Am it's, I not getting the game? It's like a,
0: it's a pass fail mentality.
1: And I'm like, oh. but when you but then the next day you go to ITP and you're like, okay.
0: Oh yeah, I'm killing it. Yeah, you're like and oh, it's, I got
1: this. And then it it's like I'm not in my head thinking about one, two, th- these steps that I need yeah. to hit.
0: You're like, oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't establish the base reality. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I out the, the But
1: then when you when you rewind the scene that you just did, you're like, I actually did. Yeah. Because it just naturally came.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, everyone is just so kind. Yeah. They're so supportive. Yeah. They're like that was so good really what the clapping
0: at the end of everything oh my
1: god i bring clapping into all my other classes oh yeah like like, guys why are we clapping we just stood up like let's go in a circle it was hard to
0: stand up (laughs) it's saturday morning (laughs) like
1: yeah yeah so i'm this is like my 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 second home for sure Mm. Mm. and i hope to just stay as long as possible and see it grow I think that IFTP has so much potential yeah. to be a really awesome organization that L.A. needs to know yeah. more of. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: We're putting it on the map, I think.
1: I was thinking of summer summer camps for kids.
0: Wait, kids? I kids, know kids can't you do improv. Yes, no. they can. <laughs> Children playing?
1: Ugh. I doubt it. No. Yeah.
0: No, Actually, I think that's a really, you should say something to Matt about that.
1: I know. I just feel like, kid, like when we were talking about growing up, like yeah, some kids would never do that. Yeah, and I think just kind of putting them in that environment and being like, yeah, you can, and at the end they have a little show. Like,
0: yeah, give them the opportunity.
1: There's so many short form games that obviously they're not going to do long form. Yeah, like I can <laughs> barely do long form at this point. So it's like <laughs> there's so many games just like. The alphabet game like I just feel like yeah, it's I do it's that with like I play that game with my cousins yeah they're 10 Yeah, and I'm like yeah you got it
0: yeah great and Nailed they're like
1: oh my god that was so fun
0: I, I do improv <laughs> yeah
1: exactly I think it'd just be like a nice change yeah and I with with Matt's um, like uh you know like work people uh team building
3: yeah
1: I feel like that You can go and do that with the the kids. Just like a week. Yeah, 100%. It would be so fun.
0: That does sound like a lot of fun.
1: But you're a teacher, or you were a teacher, so you would have to be involved.
0: I know, I know. crap. (laughs) I I tried to do improv with my kids early in my education career. I just wasn't experienced enough to, like, manage the classroom, so it didn't go well. So it was completely my fault. Yeah. But we had fun. It was just messy. Yeah. But we did have fun.
1: I mean, it'd probably be a smaller, well. Yeah. I don't know how many kids you had in your class. Too uh, many.
0: This at the time this was is an after school program, so I had like seven mm, kids because mm. they were like, "What is this? What right. is improv?" They're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go do basketball." Like, yeah, it was like understandable.
1: you are gonna yeah. make stuff up.
0: Yeah, I think if I did it now, I'd be better just because I have a lot more teaching experience. Like this was when I was like literally I'd never worked with kids. Somehow got the job, and yeah, then dude. I was like, "Yeah, bring the arts to the children." <laughs> As I'm like five years later, like after like five years of yeah. experience, I I know I know more than I did. Yeah. So I'd I'd be down to try it again, and not in a school setting. I think would be easier too.
1: Yeah, they're 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 coming to have fun. Yeah, they you know, they're signing up so for no it, pressure. so it's different. Yeah.
0: All right. So summer camp improv summer camp at IFTP. Who knows? Maybe led by you.
2: I don't know. Pitch it to Matthew
0: Moore. I think I think you should start the conversation. Okay. All right. So we talked about the impact of improv. And we talked about some of your goals for 2023. This is going to be my last question for you. And then we're going to play some games. Okay. Do you have any goals specifically within improv that you're thinking about for this next year? We can say improv slash comedy. You know, so we talked about acting. I, and that's something you're diving into.
1: I would really like to form a team.
0: Form a team.
1: You know, there are a lot of great people in IFTP that- Yeah. I think that we could form a team and audition for shows.
0: Yeah, different things.
1: All around LA. Yeah. And just because other studios and other schools have teams, but you (laughs) have to like hit certain classes to make those teams.
0: Oh, you didn't pass level 500? Yeah, exactly. Get out. It's (laughs)
1: like
0: you didn't pay $3,000? You can't play with us. (laughs)
1: So I just feel like yeah,
0: there's a lot of gatekeeping.
1: There's so much potential. Mm. And I, I would really like to like have like a core group of like six or seven people and just like,
0: yeah, practice, like rehearse, do
1: practices, yeah. audition for at, um, theaters and stuff. So that that's a really big one. Yeah. I also really want to learn new long-form yeah. techniques.
0: Yeah, there's so many.
1: And forms. Um. I've been reading a lot of improv books. Mm. When I listened to Liam's podcast, I wrote yes. down all of those books, and I bought there's them so automatically on Amazon. About. I was like, how do you remember all of these yeah. books, one? Because
0: they all have, like, improvise in the name, too.
1: Well, what is truth and comedy? I'm like, okay, Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a classic. That one was sh- short, so I read yeah. that one first. Um Halpern. yeah. yeah. But I like that one. I think it's just like focusing on improv and kind of making it learning it as a craft. Mm. Mm. Because it's it's an art form, everyone says that. Yeah. It's like how much do I know all of the the pieces? If this is true, what else is true and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So just like really focusing on it and seeing where I can take it and being intentional about finding people and being like, hey, let's, let's try and do something.
0: And I think, I think one thing that's missing from like, well, like a lot of people like teams, what am I saying? I think teams can be a really good thing because it gives you an opportunity outside of a class, outside of a place where you have to just, some places can be really expensive to get to do and learn improv there. And while I can understand why it's expensive it also sucks. Yeah. Like, and that's coming from the perspective that there was a time where I couldn't afford to do improv for a yeah. while because <laughs> I didn't have, you know, $500 to drop on a class. So I think yeah. what's cool about having a team and forming a team is that it, it's like, hey, like, we all love improv. We can get together, not spend any money, <laughs> and still practice and do this thing that we love and that we care about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know there are people who are serious about it and yeah. they want to grow. Yeah. So... Like, let's gang up together and do it.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I'm down. hundred percent.
0: Message to all friends. <laughs> Hit me up. Update your aim status. Yeah, Searching seriously. for improvisers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. I think mm-hmm. those are some good goals, both within acting and improvisation and comedy. You ready to do some improv? Always. All right. Let's get on to Rebecca. So um, for this first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So for this first game, um, we're just going to do an open scene. We're just okay. going to do an open scene and we're going to get a one word suggestion for this scene. And we're going to let that take us, uh, where it takes us. Okay. So our one word suggestion is going to be
1: chess, 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 and I'll, uh, chess. Thank you.
0: Chess, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll black us out one more Okay. Done. Go ahead. Nice on to a D6 classic uh, textbook opening I've seen that one wow really you're trying to do the sirloin sweep on me right now
1: I just learned it Daniel oh my
0: gosh it's like it's like I'm reading the chess 101 textbook sitting across from you right now it's what you look like
1: yeah oh you're jealous
0: jealous Rachel, I learned these techniques in my freshman year of chess school.
1: Oh, congrats. That's so great. Well, I learned these from the master himself, Jeremy Rutger, chess master.
0: Jeremy Rutger taught you? Yeah. I've been a member of Jeremy Rutger's fan club for a decade, And I'm still waiting to get a signed chess piece from him in the mail.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, that was not the right move.
0: (sighs) I think you're lying.
1: (gasps) About Jeremy Rutger?
0: About Jeremy Rutger, Rachel. I don't... What would Jeremy Rutger want to have to do with you? A chess nobody. (sighs) If I were to compare you to a chess piece, Rachel, you'd be a pawn.
1: (gasps) How dare you? A pawn? A pawn. I don't know enough about chess to name you anything. (laughs) That's offensive. Uh, 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 You're a king. (gasps) Daniel? Thank you. You're right. Wait a second. What?
0: (laughs) Kings are almost equally as useless as pawns in chess.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I knew it.
0: A false crown upon my head.
1: You're right, though. I never talked to Jeremy Rutger. I've only learned from YouTube. From a little person named Rebecca on her vlog.
0: (sighs) Rebecca's chess vlogs. I've seen those videos. Yeah. I have something to confess to you. What? Pretty much everything I learned about chess was from the Queen's Gambit.
1: (gasps) gambit
0: yeah that netflix original series
1: shout out to netflix yeah i never watched it though
0: oh yeah it's as a did you really chess learn player, <laughs> you learn a lot from it oh yeah i am um, i'm kind of a fraud though
1: so am i though
0: most of the time if i say anything about chess it's i'm just quoting lines of dialogue from the television series don't take those tranquilizers. Sorry, just a line from the show. Checkmate. I don't know enough to say. I you're think wrong. so. <laughs> Rachel, I appreciate your honesty. It' there's a lot less pressure to play now that we're, you know, not accusing each other of knowing or not knowing. It's been, chess legend Jeremy Rutger.
1: It's been a good therapy session.
0: It has. I guess you won.
1: <laughs> blackout chess is I hate when people suggest that because I'm like I know nothing about chess what will I ever bring to this checkmate that's all I got
0: I mean you nailed that I mean in truth like I don't know a ton about, I had the a Queen's chess gamb is the yeah. truth from you. Yeah. I did learn a lot from the Queen's <laughs> Gambit. I had like a chess phase when I was maybe like 11. And by phase, I mean, I was like, Whoa. And then I played with my granddad and he destroyed me. And then I was like, I'm not interested in yeah. this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I
1: don't want to get beat again.
0: Yeah. I was like, well, that was cool. I'm going to go use technology. You can't do that. Granddad.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: Boomer. Or like, I don't even know. Golden generation. That's before. Yeah, I think so. Oh gosh! Or the silent gener—that's another one. The I don't
1: silent know. generation. Yeah, things.
0: I don't. I don't remember which ones they are. Yeah,
1: they talk a yeah, lot. Yeah, They
0: did. Yeah, they did.
1: They had they, opinions. Yeah, they did. Most <laughs> generations do. Yeah,
0: but uh, nice, nice game of chess out there, Rachel.
1: Yeah. What the heck? Yeah.
0: I I caught myself because I almost said Rebecca, and I was like, "That's your real name."
1: Yeah. Well, you can do that still. Yeah,
0: I know. It just. I know. I gotta be better there's
1: know. other names I get, there
0: are other names and all I could think of was an R name it's the Every, worst part
1: everyone switches my name with Rachel it's pretty funny oh, the amount of times that happens great. it's actually not funny anymore
0: yeah you're like actually I'm sick of it Please. I'm walking I'm like, off this set
1: I used to like ignore it and now I'm like it's Rebecca
0: yeah. come on yeah Rachel Haas right yeah nailed it
1: it's Rachel has.
0: Mm. Rachel has, <laughs> Rachel Was <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on to our next game. Okay. Uh, this one's a little more a bit of a one-liner. So we're going to put your comedy sports skills into action. So flashback to high school. Picture yourself. That's the mindset you want to be in. Ew. Uh, so this game is called news headlines, and uh, I'm going to give us some prompts, and we're just going to try and uh, come up with some one-liner news headlines. Okay. So we'll do a couple of these. we'll, we'll give a prompt. We'll we'll kind of shoot a few off. New prompt. Shoot a couple more on. Okay. Yeah. See see what we can do. Okay. So our first prompt is grocery store.
1: Okay, so I'm making a news headline about a grocery store. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just like as a news anchor. So like, breaking news, right, right. I'm your anchor, Chris P. Bacon. Tonight. Uh, A devastating story at a local Vons grocery store. Dozens of teen boys have been rushing into this Vons on Cahuenga Street, smashing milk gallons over their heads. It is devastating and will now cause a shortage of milk in the region due to the damage caused. More at 11.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah,
0: just just something like that. (laughs) So our prompt is grocery store.
1: Oh, I'm going now. Yeah. Breaking news, live from Encino, California. We are at uh, the local grocery store called Trader Joe's where people are flocking the shelves when they learn that the fried rice, frozen fried rice is no longer available. People are angry and they are throwing cacti at the employees at this very moment. Jeremy is on the scene. Jeremy, what do we have?
0: Oh my gosh, a succulent chest flew past my right ear and grazed my lobe. Let me tell you, mild bleeding, but it appears uh, this whole incident was started by a customer yelling the simple phrase, cactus fight.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Thank you so much. Wow. Yes, we are learning that the police are on their way to Encino Trader Joe's at the moment. It will be a little bit until the store can reopen. In the meantime, you can try Whole Foods.
0: All right. Our next prompt is this is a good one
1: traffic. Live from the 405, it is Rebecca Hawes. We are in a helicopter right now just over the uh, the pass of uh, Venice and the 405, just by Sepulveda. There is a man running around naked, chasing after his cat. We don't know why he is naked, though. His cat has a little top hat on it and it looks like his name is mr whiskers oh and now the man is running off of the on the on-ramp on a skateboard (gasps) oh and he's carrying a cake and he's about oh it's the cat's birthday oh he was just trying to get the cat to blow out its candles oh well happy birthday mr whiskers put your clothes back on sir
0: La... <laughs> Live from just outside CBS Studios, a major traffic collision has occurred while television host and controversial British television personality, James Corden, has taken his crosswalk musicals into jaywalking. That's right. James Corden has begun to jaywalk musicals, causing a 19-car pileup here on the street that goes by CBS Studios. We all know it. Now, James Corden is fortunately or unfortunately, depending on who you ask, unharmed. However, the musical has been put on pause. Live in the field, we have a witness to the, the James Corden jaywalking musical, Darlene. Darlene, what do you see?
1: Hi there. So glad to be on the show. Um, I'm over here and I, um, I'm seeing a lot of people just jaywalking. And <gasps> James Corden, is, he's standing on the cars, though. And he's telling people just to, just to walk across the street. And I'm just scared for my life. I mean, this is a busy street. We're on Fairfax. This is the street that is by CBS. Of course. Um, and I- I'm not sure what's going to happen next, but I really just hope that I can get a signature and, and maybe he can sing a song from Into the Woods.
0: That would be beautiful, Darlene. Thank you for sharing. You know, legislators did warn us about this when jaywalking was legalized early in 2023. You know, the slippery slope that this could lead to. And here we are, folks, the result of our own choices. Blackout!
1: <laughs> right. Wait, we are still in it? Yeah. I um, forgot that we
0: I know, that was a, a loose game. It'll, it'll be tightened up in editing. Okay. But that's kind of the fun of it, is that it's just we're just throwing crap out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations for working with James Corden. Thank a, you. He's a. I found a controversial figure. He is, yeah. Because he's been in things like Cats, but also Into the Woods, which was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. And then his, his
1: TV show, show. Which he's ending. Oh, this I didn't year. know
0: that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, he's interesting because I'm like, where did you come from?
1: He... You know, he just like Was, showed like, up in theater and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I went on his Wikipedia page yeah. at one
0: point. i That makes sense. It's just like they were like, you, America.
1: He's yeah, like, I'm yeah. Not, I, I'm not really sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Like, I hope he's doing well. But I'm just like, huh. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right. For our final game that we're going to play, Rachel, ha, kidding, Rebecca. Oh, my You're God. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, this game is called Avengers hopeful and you are a random superhero interviewing for a position with the Avengers. You're going to get a one word prompt to help inspire your hero, but the rest will be up to you. Uh, I will be playing a current member of the Avengers interviewing you, hoping you can fill this spot and, uh, I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. Your one word prompt is smile. Hi, I'm captain America. (laughs) So glad you're here today to uh, interview for The Open Slot. You know, we've had a... It's been quite a revolving door here at Avengers Headquarters. Different uh, events, both galactic, local, and HR, all the same. We're really excited by your resume. Uh, thank you so much uh, for coming in today.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, what would you like to know about me?
0: Well, uh, when did you... Uh, what was it like when you first... Family. noticed your powers
1: oh well I was a little kid I, um, I was very shy On one day my teacher we had a the, uh, yearbook photo day she said why don't you smile and I said I don't know I, I'm not allowed to smile my parents never let me and I didn't know why ever but the kids started to make fun of me and I said, "Okay, fine, I will smile." And when I smiled, a light beam came straight out of my mouth and it killed all the kids in my class.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so wow.
1: I said, "Whoa, what the heck is this?" <laughs> and my teacher, my teacher was like, "Whoa, you have a superpower. But don't ever smile again." Yeah so i shut my mouth i wore like one of those bag chip things on my lips chip clips chip clip yeah
0: we had those in the 40s too
1: yeah so i said no i can't do this but eventually i grew up and i said hey you need to use your power for good so that's where it came wow so i will not be smiling tonight unless you want to die
0: that completely makes sense, and I'm not going to ask you to smile. Now, is uh, Smile your official superhero name, or do you have another title you'd prefer to go by, you know, for uh, uh, branding purposes?
1: Sure. Um, it's just Smiley Face.
0: Smiley Face. All right. And is that your, your legal name, or is that like a, like no, a my, stage name?
1: My legal name is Sally Fields. Sally
0: Fields. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so Sally Fields, but you're now known as Smiley yes. Face. SF, you have the, your initials stayed this same.
1: Yes, did you? I did that on purpose. That's
0: pretty cool. You know, I, I'm Steve Rogers is my real name, but I go by Cap, Captain America. Oh, oh I
1: know who you are. Oh, I see. <laughs> Now, a
0: question for you, SF. Is is it all right if I call you that? I like it. All right, SF. Uh, Do you feel comfortable working with coworkers who were both naturally born superheroes and those who were given serums at some point in their life? Does that bother you uh, as someone who was born with your powers?
1: I don't discriminate. No, I'm okay with it. It is what it is. You're a serum man.
0: I am, and a I am very
1: attracted to you. So
0: wow, well, that's good to know. But uh, you know, if anything happens, we'll have to bring it up to HR.
1: Who's HR? What is her acronym? What's her full name?
0: Human Resources. <laughs> I know it's a weird name for one of the Avengers, but you know, we we have a lot of different folks around here. Hundred percent. All right, now uh, SF. Uh, You gave me an example of a time where you used your powers, you know, it it was an accident that that poor classroom got lit up by your beam. Uh, Can you give me an example of a time when you used your powers for good?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, why? What makes you a Ventress material, you know?
1: Of course. There was a time when I was at the bank Mm. and I was, you know, cashing my check when I was a waitress. Um, and there was a, a man who came in Mm. and he said, give me all the money. And I was like, I've seen this in the movies. And I'd seen some of the Avengers movies at the time. Mm. And I thought, what would an Avenger do?
0: Yes. What would I I do? (laughs) So I,
1: so I, I played my part and I said, hello, I'm a sweet little girl or I'm a sweet woman. Would you like to see my smile? And he was like, "Oh, I actually would like to see your smile because you're very attractive and I was and so I was like, "Well, guess what? My name is Smiley Face." And I did my big smile. Wow. And he just like vanished. Wow. Like it was just dust. Wow. And and everyone was like, "What? absolutely what's your name you're a hero and i was like it's smiley face Mm. and that was that was kind of like one of my big moments yeah definitely and the police came so i had to kind of explain myself with that they
0: didn't have much to do no by the time they got
1: there luckily for the um the mugshots, you don't smile so
0: that's good that's good now was there a lot of collateral damage in the diner after you smiled uh yeah that's fine. We don't care about that no, here at the Avengers. Care. We don't care. No, it, There's a
1: lot that you guys You've are mentioned
0: our movies. Remember New York? <laughs> oh, 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 man. It's like we rebuilt the city from when I was a kid, you know, growing up in Brooklyn. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, SF, I, I think you've got what it takes to be an Avenger. Uh, I've just got one final question for you. Uh, if we were to, uh, you know, send you off on an assignment with uh, one other Avenger, you know, kind of sort of like a duo, team-up mission, what Avenger do you think you'd be best paired with?
2: Mm.
1: That's one is very hard, mm. but probably Hawkeye. Mm. He just needs a little bit more oomph in his life. Yeah. He, you know, he's just got the bow and arrow, but he needs someone that's got the real power inside their body. Yeah. So I think it'd be good. And he's very quick to his feet.
3: Yeah, we'd,
1: I think
0: we'd appreciate having someone like you to be able to look out for Clint in the field. Yes. You know, someone...
1: He doesn't little, have Miss Blackwood. It's, it's a little stronger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah. yeah. appreciate that. All right, well, SF, uh, I'm Captain America, so I can hire whoever I want. Uh, you've got the job. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> SF. that was my attempt to smile first.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're so happy about getting the job <laughs> totally. i was hoping i'd get blasted away yeah, at some yeah. point it was just R&B. well done well executed
1: thank you i think
0: sf would be a really compelling character and like
1: i don't know she's creep. she's a little creepy but you could make like, a,
0: like a superhero kind of horror movie out of that yeah. You
1: know? yeah yeah i mean there's that one movie that came out smile or whatever yeah did you see that
0: I saw the trailer, so basically... I didn't basically, see it. Yeah, it was, that was it. That's yeah.
1: basically what I was thinking of. That was
0: enough for me, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. really like...
1: It. There's a lot of advertising around that.
0: Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'll watch some horror movies, but that you know, one, I was like, eh, pass.
1: Are you, have, you, have you seen Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man one?
0: I haven't. I think I might see it this weekend. I might see it too. Yeah. I've, I've heard opinions, and yeah. I'll wait for my own.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: but I'll probably think it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a film. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right, Rebecca. Well, before we conclude tonight's episode, excuse me, thank you for playing with me tonight in our games. Any final words you want to leave us with on improv, on acting, on comedy sports, on smile face, smiley face?
1: Really, what I've learned in the last few years is Hmm. do what you want to do, take the risk. If it makes you happy, keep doing it. Don't let other people tell you not to. Hmm. Um, You're only getting older. So it's time to do what you love, what makes you happy, and what keeps you going. And try something new. I think a lot of people would benefit from doing improv. Hmm. I think a lot of people also avoid it. I've never done stand up. That's something that I'm avoiding. Mm. I know a lot of stand ups who are also avoiding improv. <laughs> and it's funny that they're like, Oh, that that looks hard and I'm like, Well, your stand up looks hard. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just we've kind of all experienced this pandemic together where we were stuck and we were we we're trying to survive and we still yeah. are trying to survive. Yeah. So find things that are making you happy and keep going. And yeah. keep doing it yeah. because you never know what's going to happen. Your life may look different and it may just get better.
0: It may just get better. It's a really good point. I like that a lot. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca Haas, for joining us on this week's episode of Improv for the Podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, check out all the other episodes we have streaming on every platform. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or on the YouTube comments, that place can get a little dicey. But we want to hear from you. But uh, until then... We'll see you next time. Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans, edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans, and finally presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.